Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I'm Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman, can't you tell, man? Gone postal. Gone postal. Gone postal, indeed. What up, Fran? What up to everybody? We are coming to you from the past. We are talking to you. Uh, <laughs> still uh, have not gone to Austin yet, but we needed to put something out. Uh, you know, we put together something, and I don't really know what there is to talk about currently that's happened between the last time we recorded and yeah. today, so we're not going to talk about that. Fran, what I actually wanted to do, is just, to, just to pass the time before we get into the fucked up shit, mm-hmm. is, uh, Fran, I've known you for... Most of my life, yeah. a, a large portion of my life. Yes. And while I do think that you're a man of very simple taste, mm-hmm. I still think there's a lot under the surface that <laughs> that I don't know at all. Okay. And if I don't know it, I feel like most people just don't know it. I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a you're being secretive. I just Mm-mm. feel like you keep a lot to yourself. So yes, what I would I like to do is almost every now and then I'm going to hit you with not quite random questions, okay. but I'm going to take a little bit from. Your segment, and I just want to do a like a figuring out friend kind of segment. Okay. Every once in a while, I'm just going to ask you some questions. I really want you to think about them, even if it takes you time. We can cut it out. We edit. Yeah, yeah. We'll edit around it. So take your time. Really think about it. Okay. And I just want earnest answers to these questions when I ask you them okay. from this point forward and in future episodes. I got you. Okay. So my my first figuring out friend kind mm-hmm. of the first question is yeah. If you didn't have to work to make money, mm-hmm. how would you spend your time, and what would you do? Oh, um, if I didn't have to work now, am I? Do I have to find a way to bring an income? You or? don't have to work to make. money. I don't have to work to make money at all. Money is not a factor at all. <sighs> okay, now what age am I at? It's today, today, tomorrow right you now. Wake, tomorrow you wake up and you 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 don't have to work at the post office anymore. Mm. But you you got to do something. You can't just sit around the house all day. Yeah. You got to do something for the rest of your life. So what I am, or multiple things it doesn't have to be one thing. Yeah, but. yeah. So what? I, how I start my day off if I didn't have to go to work? I would wake up. Eat breakfast, have a nice hot cup of coffee. Sure. Um, love coffee. Yes. Maybe get some coffee. coffee from Paris or France someday. Yeah. While I'm doing that, I would read a half an hour of my book. Read a half hour of your book. Yes. While, the, while you're while doing I'm your doing morning my, my routine. My morning routine. Got it. Get up. What oh. book? Um, What book? Or what type of book? 
motivational type book, like a personal, uh, what did you call it? Um, like the tipping point or something like that. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. that, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like uh, a book I want to read. It's called, it's called the uh, 40 hour work week, is what I'm got it. Okay, yeah. Um, but you don't have to work anymore, so you have to, you have to find a new book for sure. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So, uh, I would get up, go to the gym. Um, and I mean, the gym, I mean by like basketball court gym, sure, not like lifting weights, yeah, okay. Um, and then after I would do that, I would spend time with my family, of course. Of course. And, um, hmm. Yeah, how, but how would you find self-fulfillment? Self-fulfillment? Would you take up a rap career? Would oh, you start learning how to fix cars? Like, what is the thing that you think that if you didn't have to get, if you didn't have to do it for money, mm-hmm. what, what do you find joy in is what this question is supposed to pull out of okay. a person. Okay. What do I find joy in? Because you're going to do that stuff. Regard, even if you have to work, you're going to try to do all those things you just named. Mm, I don't have time for that. But I know you don't. But so, but like, <laughs> e- even if you have a little bit of time, you're going to make coffee and yeah, you know, oh, yeah, you know, read a stuff. book. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what I really want to do is start a nonprofit organization. Okay. For, um, epilepsy is something I really wanted to do. Wow. I think I will find joy. Um, Again, see, that. What, what is the connection? My dad has epilepsy. Yeah. Okay. So, see, okay. Um, wow. Yeah. That was something I would want to do. And, okay. Uh, try to give back to um, kids that, you know, were my age at one point, inner city kids that kind of went through the same thing I went to. Sure. Just because my mom, because my mom was the same way. Like, your mom, my mom yeah. used to work all the time. So I had my brother yeah. babysit me. That motherfucker did all kinds of shit. So yeah. it was like I was watching myself at like seven. Right. So yeah. I, I would that would do that. I would find more joy in that. Um, I think that would bring me a lot of joy if I didn't have to work. Yeah. yeah See, yeah. that's beautiful. And then that's that question. I have now learned something new about yeah. Fran, and I've known him since I was twelve years old. So yeah. I will every now and then. This won't be all the time. I just spring them on you every now and then. Just yeah. gonna do a figuring out Fran question and just kind of pull. Pull at those 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 deep threads of Fran, mm-hmm. and I thank you for sharing that with me. That was yeah. some new information for me, and I appreciate that. Before we go, though, you know this might be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's go through some um, hypothetical scenarios that could have come up since we've you know been gone. You know, like you know, so it's the, it's this is now this episode comes out the Monday mm-hmm. after our trip. Yeah, you know, so it's like. Man, that shit was crazy, Fran. You know, we met Roseanne Barr. We went out drinking with her. That shit was crazy. She turned up, got on the bull, yeah. the mechanical bull. Shit was wild. Hell of a fucking weekend, man. Love you, Austin, forever. We will be back soon. Yes. What do you think happened? What do I think happened? Yeah. I think we got to get shit-faced. Oh. <laughs> super bad? Okay. okay. We, gotta, we go out and get shit-faced. Shit. We go out and get shit-faced, and then we come back and say, Saturday night, I don't know what happened, but... We made it back safe. Okay, fun, fun. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 okay, here's another one. Uh, hey, guys, this is Sierra. So Alvin fell in love with rodeoing, and he packed up all his stuff, and he's never coming back, and he's just living in Texas now because he said his heart belongs to the bull now. So wow. um, I don't really know what we do f- going forward with the podcast, but I guess we'll figure it out. See you yeah. guys next week. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's another possible scenario that could have mm-hmm. happened. I've never been to a rodeo. Another possible scenario is that you know, we do karaoke, and then a producer's there, and they go, oh, this guy can sing. And then So who? Which one? Me, obviously. Oh, and then they go, sorry. you know, Fran from Refer to Murder it has a record deal yeah. and won't be on the podcast anymore. Mm, hey, yeah. guys, it's Alvin. So Fran is going to be flying to Europe to work with Paul McCartney, yeah. apparently. they He sang Kiss from a Rose when we were at the <laughs> Wild Desert Saloon uh, karaoke bar, and... He was signed on the spot. Yep. He told me to kiss his ass, and he left right from that bar <laughs> to the airport, and I've not spoken to him since. So, 
you know, in the meantime, I'll be doing the podcast by myself until we can accrue a new co-host. Yep. That's another possible scenario. Yeah, man. The, the, the point is the possibilities are endless, man. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the trip. I think I think it – you know what? No, not looking forward to. I really had a great time on that trip, man. Yeah. You know, And I, I hope you guys are enjoying – I'm going to put pressure on myself. I hope you guys okay. are enjoying all the vlogs and, and, and extra content on the Patreon. I hope that stuff's coming out and more stuff will be coming. We don't want to hit you guys with too much content because we, we did so much of it, Fran. Yeah. We did so much of it. I don't want to hit you guys with all of it at once, so it'll be slowly seeping out. But I hope you guys are enjoying what we've put out there so far. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. All right, welcome back. I'm going first this week. Um, I have a little bit of a. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a lighthearted story, but it is. I mean, lighter. Nobody. Yes, nobody is killed in my story. Okay, thank goodness. But somebody was brutally hurt in yes. this story. Well, that's never fun. Um, yeah, but um, my story. Let me let me ask you a question before I get into my story. Please, I love. If there was an exotic animal. Oh, okay. That you could own. Mm-hmm. What would it be? A macaw. Which is, which like is a bird? A bird, yeah, a tropical Man. bird. It's like a, what Toucan Sam is. Yeah. They also talk. Mm. So I think those are cool. Anything that else? that or um of those little monkeys. Okay. Like mm. the little monkey from Anaconda, the white and black monkeys. Oh, yeah, The yeah, ones yeah. that get on your shoulders. Get, yeah. Ace Ventura. Those <laughs> yeah, little monkeys. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love those monkeys. Yeah, mine would be, I've always loved the koala, man. I, I, I would love that. That is a, a cute one. Oh, a koala. All they do very, is just eat and sleep. They make a very terrifying noise. Though. Have you ever heard a koala? No. Oh, it's ter- it's like a screech with like a gurgle in it. It's like no. what uh, did that? That's how they. You know how a dog barks. You know, oh, cat shit. meows. A koala does that do? fucking sound. Oh shit. Yeah, that would terrify me. But other than that, that's why I like. I I know I could never like manage one. Yeah. But pandas. Pandas don't really make any noise at all, and they're all dopey and they fall all the time. Yeah. Pandas are very cute, <laughs> but you can't like. Can't have a panda in the house. Nah, they get all big and fat. Yeah, yeah. eat everything. Nah, the little Pandas. monkey or the macaw. Yeah, but I respect the koala. That's a good one. You put it up on a fucking piece of tree bark. Yeah, he'll man. just be back there they chilling. Eat, fucking stay up there. Yep. Yeah, stay. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> but my story is about story. I'm sure you heard of this story. It's about Travis the chimp. I've heard a lot of this thing. I've heard a lot of chimp stories. Very lot of chimp. Very this one is about horrific. Ones. This is probably one of the most not well known stories. Okay. About monkeys, but this I'm one is about you. Travis the Chimp. Now, just for somebody that wants to own a monkey, right? Sure. They say the typical cost is between $4,000 to $8,000 each. Mon- like, just for the monkey? Just for the monkey. Let alone maintenance, outfits. Alf- diapers or whatever yeah. the fuck they wear and shit. They're going to be giving them, a little, giving them a little bicycle. Yeah, man. It's like, they are, the, the, some of the, 
like the ones you talk about the are adorable. Ones. The little ones are adorable. Like uh, French Montana, he has a, a little one of those called, his name's Julius Caesar. And he opens the door and oh, he'll be like, yeah. Juju! Yeah. And the monkey's like going crazy. <laughs> it's all small. <laughs> but I mean like. But like a chimp, that's a, a that's like a person. Yeah. And also it looks like a little <laughs> adorable kid, but could rip your arm from where the socket is. Absolutely. Now, monkeys, are, they say monkeys are not good pets, right? No. So, yes, some can be cute um, and sweet for a time. But the reality is monkeys are capable of causing too much harm and need to and need much care and attention to thrive in a human household. Yes. These issues are equally as important when it comes to apes, chimpanzees, orangutans, and uh, gibbons. I don't know. I think that's how you say it. I don't mm. know. But no, I don't, I'm sure people are not owning orangutans and fucking Yeah, orangutans are huge. Those, those are at zoos. <laughs> Nobody has an orangutan at their house. I hope. Yeah, I hope not either. I mean, they're, 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 they're huge. the biggest like primate. I think yeah. they're the biggest primate. They're huge. I don't like. The, I don't like the color. Yeah, I don't like the color. Like they look orange like they look tan. like they look like old ginger black men. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah <laughs> Some of them got big nose. I just, I yeah, just, I just yeah. It's like. just they. They have a very like they have too much human personality in their face. They yes. look like an uncle of mine or something. Yeah, you know, like they look because also because they have like. It's like the brown skin with the colored hair around it. At least a monkey's like brown and brown. There is a monkey. There's a, there's a bald monkey, right? Mm -hmm. He has some type of... A bald monkey? It's like it has some type of condition. Yeah. That it like like it alopecia grow, it doesn't, Yeah, it doesn't grow any hair. Oh, that's terrifying. It's like that buff, image a buff man. It's the most craziest thing I have ever seen. Tight, right? I have Tight. ever seen. Traps. If I saw one of the... I'd be like, there's no way... I would even go to see that at a zoo. No. Because it would probably rip the gate. Yeah. Look you at You can this, see man. the biceps and the triceps. Look, look at that. Oh, man. Oh, that thing is thick and wiry. Oh, look at the fucking, look at the sh the deltoid from it's the tricep insane, separation. Man. Look at the striations. But you hear how strong they are, but the you don't you can't see because they have so much hair. Sure. But when you see among that condition, and like also this, when it's, that's the, insane. Uh, it, it also, that picture tells me that like 80% of what I think is cute about monkeys is their hair. <laughs> yeah. Because a monkey without hair on it is truly terrifying. That, that is will, terrifying. That will haunt me. So no doubt chimpanzees are different from us. Their climbing lifestyles and, and the knee, and, and their crazy arm strength, a chimp on four legs can easily outrun a world-class human sprinter. But it sounds extreme to suggest that humans are only an eighth as strong as a chimpanzee. Consider that a large human can bench, can bench press two hundred fifty pounds. If if the five five to eight times figure were true, that will make a large chimpanzee capable of benching, bench pressing a one ton. It's just that sort of um, factoid the zoo staff might tell you to keep you from knocking on the glass. So like, I've said been to a zoo and they say don't touch the glass, but it's like, are they are they telling not to touch the glass because you don't you just don't I don't know you don't roll them you up, don't bro. Roll, but it's like. They can bust through that glass. They're in and there because they're in there because <laughs> they are agreeing to be in there. That's the crazy. The one of the craziest things to think about is like so. A monkey is most monkeys are about like four four and a half feet tall right. at the max. Yeah. Like most of them are coming under or right around th four feet tall. Yeah, and they are eight times stronger than us. And like a monkey against a human is not even it's a no fight. Match. It's not even a fight. It's no match. It's just a mauling. <laughs> but two monkeys can fight each other. Yes. So a monkey, so think about how strong a monkey is just like defensively that it can withstand an attack from a monkey. Yes. So that means their joints, their fingers, all that shit is, is intact yes. more 
Because a monkey, if, if you were playing with a monkey, a little cute chimp, and then you guys were doing hand, cutesy hand things, yeah. and, oh, your hand's smaller than mine. If that, at any point, that chimp was decided to just be like, I want that pinky. Yep. It would be no effort to grab your pinky and oh just snatch it right off. No effort. No <laughs> fight. You wouldn't be able to be like, hey, give me my pinky back. Yeah. Before you even could think that some, oh. to defend yourself, three of your hands are gone. It's insane, man. Oh, they're so strong. <laughs> they're so it's strong. We're, we should be thankful that there's not like a six foot four. If there was a monkey the size of LeBron James, yeah. we would be conquered. Yeah. It would like just, Planet Apes? Yeah, it would be like, yeah, it would be like over. <laughs> We'd have to use all the guns. It would be. But insane. if it was just like somehow all the guns disappeared and it was like the best man yeah. versus that monkey, the LeBron James monkey, yeah. oh, it would be crazy. Wouldn't it be? It would, wouldn't even be. It, it would, would need like 10 of Le, 10 LeBron Jameses <laughs> against one LeBron James monkey, right. and they'd still lose. Right. So uh, it's hard to know. Um, what is more chilling about Sandra Harold's 911 call, hearing her helpless sobbing as she reveals that her pet chimp is eating her friend's face or the ape's frenzied screams in the background? Mm. For an excruciating 12 minutes, Sandra is heard pleading for police to rush her to rush to her home to shoot dead Travis, the animal she had raised her in her home as her own son for the previous 14 years. Own son. Look how cold it is, though, as soon as the shit goes sideways. It's like, come kill it! Kill it now! Right. Right. Come kill it! Right. Why uh, can't you do your little techniques? Hey, Travis. Shit don't you, work. You should, that's why you get, shouldn't have a monkey in the house. Exactly. But once they get riled up or something. Or taste they blood. Feel, oh, my goodness. Once they feel like betrayed or something, like, oh, you trying to. It's, that's it. It's not that even. It. I guess that's the thing about whenever I see those videos where, like, the guy, there's, like, multiple guys. But I see videos of guys, like, they'll go into a lion cage. The lion jump up on it's, him, hug him and shit. That's insane. I'm like, if yo, bro, if that tiger nicked your neck and its tongue grazed your neck and it got blood in its mouth. Oh. The way that that tiger's eyes would just go straight up dead and then proceed to eat you, all that cute shit is out the window, bro. These are not domesticated animals. But they can just, in the snap of a finger, they can just go, I'm hungry, yes. and just fucking rip your head off. Yes. <laughs> or at a, at a snap of a moment, you don't know things that are perceived as disrespect yeah, in their yeah. kingdom. Yep. You might not look at them in the eye for a second, and they're like, oh, you think I'm chump? Yeah. And just eat you. Or, or uh, bro, if a tiger went like, just a quick smack across your chest. Oh my goodness! All your your heart's exposed and shit. Oh, it's, oh man! Don't put animals in your house. Right. Man. Uh, so Travis. So tell me, um, what is the monkey doing? Uh, with the operator asks. He ripped her apart. She screamed. Mm. Hurry up! Hurry up! Please. He's doing whatever Her, the fuck he wants. Yep. Breathlessly replies. He ripped her face off. He's eating her face. Oh Jesus Christ! So it says gun. It says gun. They they got to shoot him. Please hurry. Please hurry. Please, I can't, I can't. He's eating her. Oh. He's eating her. Please, God, please. I, 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 haven't heard, I haven't heard the phone call, but I don't want to hear. Mm. Um, so she was, and I guess she was saying, "Where are they? Where are they?" Just trying to ask. Like you just called two minutes ago, right, or yeah. whatever. It. This is all your it's, fault. It's don't, already don't, late. Don't rush the police. Yeah, they don't know. They got to find you. you. They're not gonna get there before your friend is devoured. Right. So officers did come, and Travis's was killed. Astonishingly, his victim. Uh, Carla Nash survived, but you could argue that in many ways her life too came to an abrupt end that day. Oh, she'll never be this. I'm sure it ripped her oh. nose off and all. Oh yeah, yeah. Carla, a friend of Travis's mom, Sandra, had been asked to pop over to help put the pampered ape in his enclosure, but uncharacteristically, he snapped, attacking her and and gnawing her face off in mm. hands. Oh, in a show of terrifying. Primal strength, Travis ripped off her eyelids and tore oh. her nose. Oh. He scalped her, gazed out, and ate her eyes. 
chewed off one of her hands entirely and almost tore one of one of her arms off. Oh. I'm and this is not a this is this is a chimpanzee, so they're not that big. This is a chimpanzee, and it's one that's been in captivity its yes. whole life. This is not the chimp. So, bro, imagine running into the alpha chimpanzee. You know, because like that's how they establish hierarchy. Yeah. Like, there's one chimp who has beat all the other chimps. Yeah. Oh, that's this how you do a, it. Yeah. This is a chimp that eats bananas every day, watches TV, yeah. learns sign language, yeah. and that it did that. Yeah. This is not a, a seasoned. Battle tested chimp. That's great. That's this is the house cat of chimps. Yes. And it did that. Anything in that's seconds, on you, and anything minutes, that's on you, it's gone. your skin, gone. if it can get a grip on it, like a big, like if you grab a they chunk of They have human hands. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> they get a chunk of like how you could like pinch, oh, up, pinch your forearm skin. They'll just snatch a chunk of that off, pluck, pluck the eyeballs out of it. Oh. They rip every lips, anything they could pull away, snatch oh, it's it. It's gone. Just it's snatch gone. it. Imagine getting your nose snatched off, bro. That's crazy. I don't even have, like, conceptually an idea of what that pain would feel like. I've been cut. Yeah. I've been burned. Yeah. You know, I've... Put your I, nose to be gone? Yeah, you're ripped. Have flesh gone. ripped from you. I don't even know what that sensation... You probably just go straight in your the body, shop. Your, yeah, you just go right in the yeah, shop. Yeah, your body probably wouldn't be able to, op, to, to, to compute that to be yeah. like... This is pain. This probably just like man. Yeah. This just we gonna shut all shut this down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You go. <laughs> we gonna shut all this. You down. just go somewhere else. Right. Uh, so yeah, her jaw was entirely dislocated mm. from her skull, and she was left with brain damage. Oh my god. It is still not not known why Travis is a local cel- local celebrity who would eat lobster in a restaurant, had a pet cat, and loved driving around on a lawnmower. Flipped, uh, flipped out the way that he did that day because he's a chimp. Yep. Sandra later admitted giving him a dose of strong anti-anxiety medicine, uh, Xanax, in his daily cup of tea earlier that day when she noticed that he was agitated. Why would you dope up on I have no idea. Yep. The chimp high on Xanny bars. Yeah. I want to know it, where did she get that, you know, that advice from? The chimp out here like future. Yeah. Like the Migos. <laughs> oh, he's a little bit agitated today. Let's calm him down a little. No, it ain't working. So she also claimed that he behaved um, viciously because Carla was weighing her hair differently. Man, look, check this out. Don't ever in your life try to victim blame me when your chimpanzee ate my face off. Yeah. You convinced all these people somehow that Travis the chimp, you can, you can come over to, oh, it's Travis, come over. Hey, look, um, I'm going out of town. Could you come in and change Travis's water? Yeah. What kind of? No. I was gonna. I was. I don't want to disrespect this lady. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that she got convinced, like, oh, it's Travis. Yeah, I'll just yeah. go in, put it's some new food down. Like it's a dog. Yeah. Like it's a Saint Bernard. Yeah, my friend's out of town. I'm looking after. I'm, I'm looking after her chimp for the weekend. You couldn't pay me, me. You couldn't pay no. me to walk into a room and close the door behind me, and a chimp is in the room. And I, wanna, I know it, but I, I know they're friends. But I want to know how often she goes. She goes over there. But if she goes over she there, she can't have many people to ask to do this. That, well, she was there. She had to call the police. Oh, this was just this was a this was a hey man, Alvin, come so over and help me like, out. I'm not, I'm not a town. I'm going to the grocery store. I just don't want Travis to be alone for no, two hours. This was. I need you to help me put him in his his cage. Oh, this was, she this needed was, a hand. She needed a hand. Oh, I thought this was like a, <laughs> no. I'm out of town. Oh, no. She is there. She made the phone she call. The, yeah, she made the phone call. Wow. This was, hey man, I need you to come over and help put my, my, uh, my liger Travis in the cage. Travis is getting too big. You know, I just need two hands for some stuff. Yeah. He was agitated. He was also agitated that day. So, so she, didn't, just, she didn't feel <laughs> safe handling by himself. And that's her, his mom yes. to her. <laughs> yes. Man, damn monkey don't think that's you or his mom. No. But it's, uh, so, uh. 
Yeah, so she claimed that he had behaved viciously because Carla was wearing her hair differently. But it could it could have also have been that at the age 14, the 200-pound ape's instinct had simply become too strong or that he was simply sick of his unnatural lifestyle of cooking his own microwave meals, drinking wine at dinner, and using the toilet like a human. Oh, she had this. This monkey was a slave and yeah. was and had enough of this it. This was entertainment, man. You think monkeys want to drink wine? This was entertainment, bro. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and talk about this lady, but I'm guessing she was lonely I or something. You, I, I promise you, Travis, I, I if you put lights in, or uh, cameras in that house, I promise you Travis never went and opened up a bottle of wine by himself. It was always her behind him with other friends like, oh, my God, isn't he just like a person? Travis, make a uh, make some make a hot pocket. That's He's like, insane, oh, my man. God, I'll fucking... Make a hot pocket, I guess, to entertain these humans. Beep, 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 beep. We got a fucking... And they're like, oh my God, it's just like he's a person. Isn't it amazing? He's entertainment. There's not a point at 3 o'clock in the morning, Travis wakes up as a monkey like, oh, go downstairs, open the fridge it's not up. It's a dog. Dogs can wake up, eat, and then just lay down yeah. for the whole day. Get a hungry man he, breakfast. She's telling him to do all the type of responsibilities yeah, and shit. Yeah, man, come on. <laughs> I got to microwave my own food and fucking do my laundry. Right. Uh, so Sandra had owned Travis since um, he was just three days old. Paying a breeder fifty thousand for oh. the infant chip. His mom was sh- was There's shot. So many other things you could spend fifty grand, fifty thousand dollars on. Yeah. So his mom was shot with a tranquilizer dart so that he could be stolen away. That is insane, man. Oh, oh, y'all thought Travis was for play play. Oh, y'all thought Travis forgot that y'all did that to yes. his mom. Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, y'all thought Travis. Okay, y'all thought he just y'all thought he saw all that and then at some point you gave him enough hot pockets they just was like. Uh, whatever. Never forget. mind. You know, you shot my mom. Whatever. That's wild. That's that's wild. I thought this was gonna be like Travis uh, was at a zoo, but the zoo's heart, the conditions were too harsh. Yeah, no, no, no. Not only did you he spend a lot him. of money to get him, you stole him from stole out him. of the wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, imagine what his mom could do if you know oh, if if she, if she hadn't got tranked. Oh my! Try to steal my child. <laughs> um, everybody's head's everybody gone. Everybody's head is <laughs> off of their body. Everybody's gone. Uh, so yeah, so his mom was tranquilized, was uh, shot with a tranquilizer dart so that he could be stolen away. And from that moment on, he was no longer a chimpanzee, but Sandra's son. No. Yep. So to according out- to whom, Sandra? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not the case. So Sandra, to I'm outsiders, sorry. they had an unbreakable bond and even shared a bed after Sandra's husband died. So. Oh. Now she's fucking the monkey too. Oh come on, man. No man, come listen. On, man. I don't have no sympathy on, for this lady no? sharing no. a bed with her. She's with- lucky. She's lucky. Sharing the bed man, with the monkey. listen, I'm trying to tell you. I'm sure they didn't have cameras in this house and all this shit about, oh, uh, they had an unbreakable bond. I bet if you go through the photos, you can look and see in Travis' eyes, he's waiting for the right moment. She has him dressed in overalls like Mary-Kate and Ashley, and she's uh, doing up and down with him on the, what's that thing, that the uh, seesaw. They're on a seesaw together. I bet if you zoom into his eyes, they're just dead. And he's yeah. like, I'm waiting for you to fucking go to, while she's sleeping when they're sharing the bed, he's mm-hmm. up the whole night. Yeah. Looking right at her like, I could fucking snatch your nose off right, <laughs> right now, effortlessly. So. Oh, man, come on. So after the attack on February 16th, 2009, and then 70-year-old told reporters he couldn't be more he couldn't be more my son than if I gave birth to him. 70? She was 70. The lady. So her friend was around that age, too? I, I guess. Oh, man. He, couldn't, yeah. he ripped through her like paper. Easy. Oh, man. 70-year-old. If she was 26, he would have still ripped through her, but 70 yeah, is like... It was less effort. Oh, God. Yeah. All the shakiness. Please, my hip. Like, it's yeah. all... But you all oh, the noises you probably heard. Yeah. But everything has a breaking point. And for Sandra, that came when she saw her beloved little boy mauling her best friend. 
Due to Carla's horrific injuries, Sandra was the only person to be able to exact expl- was was the only person able to ex- explain exactly what had prompted the attack. She claimed Travis approached Carla aggressively before getting onto his his hind legs and launching the savage attack, throwing her against the side of the car before um, gorging on gorging on her face and hands. Desperate, Sandra stabbed him in the back with a carving knife and Nothing. battered yeah and battered him over the head with a shovel. Nothing. And they bid to make him stop, which which it did for a moment. She recalled how he turned around and looked at her before she ran for her life and locked herself in the car. So he looked at her and say, oh, I, I dare you. How could you hit me? Yeah. And she was like, pew. And he yeah. was like, okay, well, I'm going back. That was that look that was like, he he went, he he turned around, wiped the blood from his mouth and was like, oh, you want to fight? Yeah. Now it's, now Both it's, <laughs> now it's straight up like, um. All instinct. Yeah. Now it's all primal yeah, yeah, yeah. instinct. Oh, no, well, we're fighting. Yeah, we're establishing dominance. But I'm supposed to be your son, but you hit me with the shovel. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm. It's kind of like he probably was like, maybe it was like I'm protecting you type of thing. Protecting the domain. Yeah, this is our house. And you do this, you better run. Yeah, yeah, you better run. Um. So Sandra said, "I grabbed the shovel and hit him." Oh, wait. With- so the woman that says that's his quote unquote mom is who got in the car. Oh, she ran. Yes, oh, okay. I thought that the woman. No, he was he, already. He already he got on her. her. It's he on her. her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So Sandra said, I grabbed the shovel and hit him with the shovel to stop it. It wasn't working. So I went and I had to get a knife and stabbed him. And she said, and I stabbed him. I had to. He looked at me like, Mom, what did you do? This, this is her words, obviously. When police arrived, Travis, Travis was in a frenzy of bloodlust. He opened one of their patrol car doors and lunged at an officer. That's wild, man. I wouldn't even know. If I was that, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Just your whole door just fucking come off? Good time to have a gun. Yeah. Despite being shot four times at point blank range, Travis didn't die. He ran back into... He got shot four times and ate. Ate them four. Mm -hmm. He ran back into the house and collapsed dead on his his special bed, leaving a trail of blood behind him. The gunshots are heard... That's that's sad because he went back to a place where he felt safe. Yeah. Don't put fucking animals in your house. No. The gunshots are heard in the background of Sandra's um, breathless 911 call. When paramedics arrived on the scene, they were unable to decipher the victim's gender due to the severity of the wounds. Oh. So her friend. He went in, man. Her friend. Yes. He went in on her. Uh, Like something from a horror film, strips of flesh and scalp had Uh been flung around the yard Mm. in Sandra's Stanford, Connecticut home. Oh. They assumed that Carla was, they assumed that Carla, who was a mess of of, of bloodied flesh with no record recognizable facial features slumped in a pool of her own blood was dead until she moved they sprung into action and managed to save her life the brutal attack had caused her to lose half of her blood and she would later undergo a face transplant sadly a pioneering hand transplant was rejected by her body Mm. after the incident nbc reporter jeff jeff rosen asked sandra after what you've been through with this your friend is in the hospital fighting for her life do you still think chimps should be pets? She replied, would I have done it again? Yes. They're the closest thing to humans to us. We can give them a, we can give them a blood transfusion and they can give us one. How many people go crazy and kill other people? This is one, this is one incident that I don't know what happened. It was a horrible thing, a horrible thing, but I'm, an, I'm not a horrible person and he wasn't a horrible chimp. It was a freak thing. Yeah, Travis wasn't a horrible chimp. Yeah. Travis was a chimp. Yes. 
So all that shit she just said is delusional. Yeah. I understand we have some similarities genetically with chimps. That doesn't mean that like they should come. We should all live in one as one. You're out of your mind. And to say that you would do that again is mad disrespectful. And I would never talk to you again if I was her friend who was mauled horribly. So 15 months later, Sandy died from an aneurysm. She was buried with two two urns beside, beside her. One was her daughter's and the other belonged to Travis. The only survivor of this hideous day is Carla Nash. Who lives in who lives in darkness, wearing someone else's face, mm-hmm. and entirely dependent on the staff at um, the staff at the care home where she will spend the rest of her life. Mm. Ahead of the trace, the face transplant, she spoke to Oprah Winfrey, and um, she was, she was basically on there talking about um, the loss of a life that she loved and you know her whole life, yeah, changing completely yeah. changing. She said, "I've been and I've been I've never been a quitter. Unfortunately, there is not a whole lot I can do." I've lost so much independence. I could, I could change my own truck tire, and now I can't even feed myself. Mm. It's very hard to live, not, not even live, half live. Sometimes you want to cry. You want out. You want some kind of home. I don't know what my future is. That's the scary part. Mm. So that was the end of that story. But I did read on, a, on another article. I did read that. Uh, what happened was with this, I, I believe this is the same story. He had like a pet stuffed animal or something. Uh-huh. And she had it, and uh, she had it, and like I can't remember. She even threw her, it. Her friend, her friend, threw the pet like she was playing fetch or something, or something like that, or and something he didn't like, right? Something he didn't like what yeah. made what made him super aggressive. I don't, and they saying that his hair, her hair, other story about what I read with that. She had a, yeah. he had a pet animal, a stuffed animal that yeah. she did something that's with. His. That's his. That's yeah. his, and it ticked him off, and that's why he went crazy like that. You can't just. That's why, listen, I respect people who go to school and become marine biologists and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot you can learn about sharks. Yeah. But there are people who are walking around he- out here with a lot of confidence where they're just like, when you're, I swim with sharks all the time. And all you need to do is look them in the eye and don't ever swim under them. And all these rules that they think they figured out about like shark behavior and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, man, listen, I respect that you. Th- Think that that's true, and and maybe there's a lot of evidence that it is, but at the end of the day, if that thing wanted to just turn around and eat you, yeah, it could do that. And there, none of that shit about looking it in the eye or punching it in the nose or all that shit's out the window. Yeah, when it really tries to come get you. Yeah, man. I mean, we've when we went on vacation that one time, we've hopped in the water with stingrays. Uh-huh. Steve Irvin was killed by a stingray, and that's not even a dangerous like. And- no. They don't they don't attack people and shit like that. No. It was just a random It was just one of those days where the Stingray just, like, just decided to do that. And it happens to have the most sharp fucking a knife as a tail ever in life. Insane. All that shit of like, oh look, if you can see their flaps flapping, yeah. that means they're happy. Yeah. Okay. That fast they do something that you don't that's not in your book. Yeah. So that day, I'm sure uh the lady who who whose pet it was or chimp it was yeah. has convinced everybody like, Hey, when you come in, make sure you do a little bow and say, Hey, Travis, we yeah. love you. And all this shit that they think, Oh, that's, this is the Travis handbook. Yeah, yeah. She wrote it and she told us all. And Travis has been around for 13 years and yeah. this always works. And then that one day, that the one shit day. doesn't work. You go to yeah. the, Travis sit and he doesn't. And you're just in a room. Well, with it could a, be, it could be tone. It could be anything. You don't know how it could be. Anything. Maybe it worked not per se because of these rules, but like yeah. who was given the rules or yeah. how they said the rules. And if you come in there and try to put too much bass in your voice or you do it and your hand is, the palm isn't showing yeah. to the bot, 
anything. You don't know, and it's like, oh, that's disrespect. But at some point, I figured that you know these these wild these wild animals they're go, wild, wild wild animals. animals. But they they go naturally. They their instinct is you know this is not yeah. I'm not supposed to be. But at some point, they get older. Where I like, have to do I'm my not, functions. Right? It's like at some point they go millions of years of biology, <laughs> and you're like, oh, you want me to watch the The Simpsons? I'm yeah. supposed to hunt and fucking. That doesn't get bred out in 14 years. That's what I mean. Like at some point they go, I'm not supposed to. Uh, I'm not supposed to be here. This yeah. is not what I'm supposed to. And they and that what he did to her was probably like, I'm, I need to. Let's pray. Get you out of here. I need yeah. to get out of here. Or yeah. that's something just natural. It's yeah. Like, that's the crazy part about it. But something snapped. She moved and she looked like prey for a second, or like she was a, a, a rival chimp. Yeah. And that millions of years of DNA kicked in. Yeah. It doesn't just get just bred don't away. Go, nah, man. That's thirteen. Oh, thir- oh, he's been with me th- for 13 years, so he just forgot how to be a chimp that fast. No, you can't. You know how long it took for dogs to be dogs? Yeah. It's been hundreds of years of work to make <laughs> yeah. and breeding and making yeah. them smaller and shit because they come from wolves. Yeah. But you can't just get a baby wolf at, you know, three years old. That's already too big. Yeah. A baby, you get a baby wolf at like six months old, a cub, and then expect it to be nine and still be like, Oh, yeah, I love to give it uh, wolf treats, and yeah. I taught it how to roll over. All it takes is one day you you do something where it's like you're out of the pack now, and it's gonna the wolf is going to wolf. Yeah. All that cute <laughs> shit is over with. That's what happened with Bubbles. They oh, say, yeah. They might, they, there's stories that they Everybody say. Everybody Jackson's monkey, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, they say one day Bubbles, they, they told Bubbles to do something, and he went. Like he just oh, did shit. one quick little thing where it was like, get him out of here. Yeah, that's like, it. It was like, no. take him. He's gonna live a nice life somewhere. Yeah. Cause I'm Michael Jackson. I'm gonna put him up in a cage with TV and stuff. Yeah. But he can't live here anymore. No. Cause Bubbles got huge. Yeah. And all it took was one day. Full grown monkey. Oh yeah. Big time. It was like Bubbles, go put on uh, the Indian wardrobe so you can look like you're uh, you know in the Slumdog Millionaire movie. He went. Yes, no. He was like, oh no. But he didn't attack. But it was just somewhere. It was like. Tell me, do one more thing. Yeah. (laughs) If I wanted to, I wouldn't go put on this astronaut costume. Yeah. I will go fuck you up. Fuck you. So like he still put on the astronaut costume. I'll turn costume. you into a costume. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take your skin. I'll unzip you like it's nothing, and just re- and I'll be Michael Jackson. I'll wait. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be my costume. And it was that. That was That's what was insane. in the shake. The yeah. shake was like, all right, I'm gonna nah, go put this shit yeah, on, but yeah. watch how you talk to me. Yeah. And then he was like, Mike was like, yo, get him, get him out of here. That's it. <laughs> Come pick him up That's now. It. Yeah, but uh, so I believe that Carla ended up suing. Her the friend, her friend oh, over this incident. Oh, but everything. this lady, oh, man, I seen a picture. She's not even the same person, man. Oh, I'm not, no, I'm sure she got like one finger on each yeah, hand. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it's, it's, she has somebody else's it's, face. It's insane, man. Yeah, I, yeah, you can't that even wild. suing. It's like what kind of the quality of life has drastically changed. You can't but do any of the stuff. A perfect example of what these monkeys. Now that was a chimp. Imagine a gorilla. I mean, you would be. You would be Pete. You I would, never even heard of a story of somebody having a silverback gorilla as a pet. That like, would be insane. Oh, I got him as a baby, and now he's a full-grown that gorilla. That would be wild. But I love him. Man, look, a gorilla would pulverize oh, you in, into just a bowl of mush. <laughs> I'm t- I mean, a chimp, bro, a chimp is the. It's a cute-looking. The gorilla's, gorillas got those big huge, forearms man. and all that ass and leg and back. Oh, and those teeth. All chimps have, the, they got those canines that they are crazy. They got the big ass hands, fists. Man, pound you They just out. big as shit, It's man. a wrap. One of the craziest <laughs> before we go to break, um, I feel like I vaguely remember that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, the chimp story that stuck with me the most is a couple had a chimp, and they had him for a long time, and he got into an incident almost like a pit bull. Like, mm-hmm. he bit somebody, but it wasn't, 
he didn't maul him. Mm. But it was like an incident. Yeah. And they had to go put him into captivity mm. because the state made him or whatever. It was okay. like, hey, like the way they like put your pit bull down and bit somebody. Oh, yeah. They were like, you got to go put him in captivity. He can't, yeah. stay, he can't stay at your house anymore. But they would still go visit him at the at the um at the preserve or whatever, yeah. right? So he but they would go, you know, once a month or whatever. But as time goes on, it's a mon- it's a it's a monkey preserve. Yeah. So he's gotta blend back in with the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. So as time goes on, it's like, well, these are my people now. Yeah. But every whenever he co- they, they come, he comes out, says hi, but the monkeys are looking from the woods like oh, this shit. motherfucker trying to be one of them. Eating, uh. eating, eating, eating uh trail mix and yeah. shit. Then one day they come on his birthday. Mm. So they come bring him a cake and the chimps step up. The chimps yeah. come out the woods like, man, what the? All of what's them. What's up? Yeah, like a gang of them. Oh, like, shit. Yo, uh, check this out. Was this, this, was this a? It's like enclo- a captivity. It's like an enclosure, but it's like a it's like a park. Oh, so but they, it's gated in, can, but like So they can't open. touch them. They can't touch them. No, they in there. Oh, they they go in. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I'm asking. But it's okay, like, gotcha. really, it's supposed to be for like chimp specialists. Oh, okay. Like oh, people shit. that, because it's like. Almost like a zoo. Yeah, 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 But it's just for chimps, and it's like an enclosure, but it's got grass and some space mm, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they rolled up on them like, yo, this is chimp This is chimp territory. I don't know what you think this is. Yeah. And they kind of like, the, the people were looking at the, let's call his, let's say his name was like Bo. How did they, I wonder how they figured out what the, they all look alike. So yeah, but they know Bo. Tag? Bo comes up to them. Oh, he the, the ones that comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so, right, but, yeah, yeah. And, and up to this point, lived with them for like a decade. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, and they kind of look at Bo like, Hey, uh, you want to tell him that we're with you? Yeah. And Bo was like, hey, man, uh, that's y'all business. Yeah. And step back, man, them chimps jumped on her husband. Oh, shit. Tore him the hell up, man. It's a video of this? It's, it's a video of the screams and all that type oh, of stuff. Shit. And then the wife didn't, she might have lost some fingers, but the husband got. He was killed? Oh, no, he's alive. Oh, but shit. like his nose, jaw, oh, they fucked him up. And they and the wife and said like she can re- the wife said she can remember looking over at Bo like and I don't know if his name was Bo I can't remember but she can remember looking over him like and all he could, he was just sitting there like hey man I gotta live here man oh, I, I, what you, what do you want me to do like help they gonna fuck me up and then you leave and I gotta stay here so he made a business decision shit that one stuck with me because it was like the psychology of like yeah y'all did feed me for like ten years but this is the animal kingdom and I, it's I don't have the numbers so if I help y'all. Then I'm ousted. Yeah. So when y'all leave, they gonna do that to me. Shit. And he just so he That's just insane. he just stepped back like, hey, sorry, man, you, you gotta handle that yourself. And they, and they were both like in their sixties, so it was no. Uh-oh. Again, if it was John Cena or the the Rock in there, either way, it's, it's light a rap. work. Either way, but this but is lighter work. As, yeah, it's, yeah, it's light work. If they, imagine if they want to just go all you know, turn it up to a hundred. Oh yeah, it would be. They're not even because what they're that's doing with that seventy year old. That's twenty five. Right. But if the Rock was like, okay, you want to have a real fight, and yeah. the monkey's like, oh, you want me to go full? I gotta blast? turn it up a little bit. Man, snatch his shit out the arm, that little Brahma bull tattoo be in his mouth, the skin off the. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no monkeys and chimps and all of that shit is. Don't have it's that shit in your house. It's man. crazy how strong they are, man. It's like people watch Tiger King, and and. I would hope people learned. It was such a big phenomenon. But I feel like people probably bought more tigers. I feel like there's more, like it probably increased tiger buying. Somebody got their armpit off in that, in that fucking show. And he still worked it. Still That's worked. insane. I can't stress enough how much it just really makes me nervous when I see people with wild animals in their yeah. house. These are wild animals, man. Especially the big ones. Yeah. 
Like, again, the little tiny monkey probably could, like, snatch your dick off crazy. Yeah. The little one on your shoulder. Even that one, like, if it wanted to, it could be sitting on your shoulder, you're feeding it a tangerine, and one to just go, and just yeah. take, got your nose, like the little joke. They'd be like, oh, stop. Yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> stop. And hit that monkey like, Swap. oh, no, I can rip yeah. your shit off. Yep, I'll <laughs> snatch this whole shit off right now. And I'm uh, three centimeters tall. Right. Maybe they, maybe those are like the more expensive monkeys because they're maybe those you probably they can't don't grow. Keep those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those ones I feel they're like not as aggressive. Yeah, not as not as aggressive, and maybe even so, I might be giving them too much credit because maybe if they do get aggressive, it's a little tiny monkey. Yeah, and maybe they don't get big. Strong. Yeah, it's not a champ. Yeah, so maybe that's why. Because I I certainly would not get if somebody was like gave you know how they got in Pokemon they'll yeah. be like here's three Pokeballs with like the types of Pokemon three different types. Yeah, if it was like Gorilla Chimp the little one. I don't see how anybody could go like, oh, so that's a gorilla? Give me that. Give me that one. It's so cute. Look how small it is. It's like, oh, it's like that car- the Tarzan cartoon. Yeah. Like, you know how big they get? Do you know what the hell that's going to be? That's wild. In two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a, the si- as tall as you almost. Yeah. Keep the wild animals out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> Public service announcement number 2000 on this podcast. Yep. Keep the wild animals out of your house. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's my turn to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right, and we are back, uh, Fran. My affirmative murder this week is it's it's a short, mm-hmm. but it is a murder story. It's not okay. it's not uh, about animals or anything like yeah. that. So it's, it's a change of pace from your story, but more in line with with, with what we do here. Uh, my st- affirmative mur- murder this week is the story of Miriam Solakiotis. Hmm. Right. <clears throat> so Miriam was born in 1900 in Greece. Outside of that, little is known about her childhood. She went on to become Mother Superior. Miriam Solakiotis, when she met Father Matthew, an Orthodox priest, sharply at odds with the old calendarists, which are, you know, just like roles that people had in religion back then. And maybe still today. I don't keep up with that stuff. But anyway, Father Matthew realized his ideas were too different from those of the old calendarist and decided to establish a new sect that would later be named New New Calendarist. Really original, uh, Father Matthew. That's great. Um, Really creative. (laughs) Uh, Miriam joined the sect, and thanks to the, her strong character, she quickly climbed the ranks. After the founder's death in 1939, she officially took the lead. So she worked her way up the ladder, and she's like late 30s, early 40s, and she's now the boss of this sect of religion, hmm. of, of, of either Christianity or Catholicism. Once in charge, she started an aggressive recruitment policy and pushed her followers to scout for new proselytes preferably wealthy women willing to donate their assets to the sect. Once recruited, the members would begin a life of imprisonment and penances. They had to endure lengthy fasting and penances to drive away the devil and earn themselves paradise. Sometimes Miriam herself took part in their flagellations and flagellations is just like getting whipped on the back, doing things of like lashes and things in the name of Christianity. Like if you sin, you get, you know, 30 lashes and things like that. Damn. Just like ways to punish you to make you more righteous. So she would sometimes do that personally. It's like, you're not going to do it yourself. I'm going to do it, which takes it somewhere else, right? Sola Chiotis also demanded strict adherence to ascetic practices among those in the convent, which police alleged led to the unnecessary deaths of 150 children from tuberculosis. So these people would just really starve themselves and, 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 and also do a lot of labor, and that would lead to them getting sick. Mm. But it's all in the name of her, her convent. 
So it's like her leadership that's doing this. And they believe that, you know, that led to the unnecessary death of 150 children. Damn. The nun's strong personality forced everyone into silence and any contact with the world outside the monastery was forbidden. Because of this treatment, many followers died of malnutrition, the hard labor to which they were forced and and the tortures. Is this a cult? Well, let's see. This is a kind of thing where it's like, I mean, it. this is Christianity. Like, they are doing this in the name of Jesus Christ. Hmm. But is it a cult? Sure, yeah. I mean, but like, what religion isn't a cult, you know? Yeah. That, to me. Yeah. yeah, you know, but I guess there are some parameters where it's not a cult until you do X, Y, and Z. Yes, so until you. people maybe start getting hurt, people mm-hmm. start giving away their possessions, whatever. I don't know the requirements, but this is definitely like not just a church down the street from you. Yeah. This is something, this is this has gone into cult territory. People dying. Even if you're doing it in the name of Christianity, it's still a cult. Yeah. So, yes. Miriam's power endured throughout the 1940s, but toward the end of the decade, something began to crack. The police received many reports of horrible cries coming from the monastery, and following the complaint of a follower's daughter, they decided to check on the monastery. They discovered people in inhumane conditions, and even a girl who had been made to believe she was an orphan, which is just cruel. Sola Chiotis' alleged modus operandi was to encourage wealthy women to join the convent and then torture them until they donated their fortunes to the monastery. Mm. Once the money was donated... Sola Chiotis would embezzle it and in some cases kill the donor. Damn. Yeah. So they're getting tortured to, until they give up this tortured stuff. Tortured until you sign over all your assets. And then they do and it. Sometimes, sometimes she would you just go. get you out of here. And let, maybe if you make too much of a fuss about it, like if you are saying you're going to leave or saying you're going to sue or tell people, it's like, oh, I can't just get them to jump. Even though they give me all their money, I can't get them to jump back into being a worshiper. That's and maybe they go, well, I got to get them out of here. That's Since they don't want to go back to being a worshiper, get them out. Make them do extra work. Make them work extra hard, and they'll just pass out. That's petty. So she would stri- you know, strip them of all their worldly possessions, and then sometimes kill them. Kill them. <laughs> there were also reports that at the time of her arrest, she had amassed 300 properties across Greece, mm. along with gold and jewels worth thousands of pounds. So she was, she had, she's she was getting, up. yeah, she's racking up property on the fucking. Hills of Greece, jewelry. Yeah, she's Just stealing people's shit. Yes. It's not even stealing because well, they're giving they're it away. Si- they're signing it over. <laughs> it's almost like that's how Suge Knight used to operate. He'd, yeah. be, he'd be like, I want this artist on my record label. So he'd go to another record label and be like, so sign, get them out of the contract. And it's like 10 bloods in the room. But on paper, the owner, the, the head executive of Universal just got Snoop Dogg out of their contract. I signed this of free will. Yeah. And that's all that matters when you show it to a judge. Yeah. He signed it. This yeah, is he signed it. See? Damn. In 1952, Miriam, eight nuns, and a phony bishop. It's like a joke. <laughs> oh, uh, eight. Number, the number eight. Eight nuns. Oh, no, okay. she didn't. No, Miriam didn't what? eat nuns, at least to my knowledge. Miriam, along with eight nuns and, and one phony bishop, were accused of not having provided food and, medica- and medicines to a monk and three nuns. This really sounds like a joke. Making them die and stealing their belongings. In 1953, she was sentenced to 10 years in prison for misappropriation, deceit, detention, and abuse of the monastery's initiates. Afterwards, she was sentenced to an additional four years. Unfortunately, there was no evidence that could demonstrate her murders. But authorities later confirmed the death of 177 people. 
Damn. Miriam Solacoyotis died in prison at age 71 in 1954. Again, she was arrested two years. She only was in prison for two years. She got arrested in 1952. She died in 1954. So she didn't even do the first four years of her sentence. Solacoyotis denied all the charges against her until she died. Naming, uh, terming them satanic fictions. So that's what she would say whenever somebody would say, why would you do this? They were satanic fictions. They're all lying. She is considered by many to be one of the most prolific serial killers in history, using her great personality to manipulate and lead to to the death of her followers. So again, that was a little short story of Miriam Sola Sola Kiotis. Sola Kiotis, Greek name is tough. But uh, yeah, man, that's nuts. So she was an absolute scammer. Uh, stole people's worldly possessions. She wanted her disciples and stuff to focus on recruiting women with wealth. I don't think they should be categorized as serial killers, though. Why not? Because they're not, I feel like they're not getting their hands dirty. Sure, but... I feel like as a serial killer, serial killers go, oh, man, oh, this that is a, should be in the same is, category. This is me. probably a bad example, and not. A, I don't know if it's a bad example, maybe a, maybe a t- untimely example, so... But, you know, because there's a lot of stuff going on with Palestine and uh, Israel. But anyway, so the Holocaust, right? Mm. Let's say that, you know, they used to gas Jews. They would take them yeah. to the gas chambers. Mm-hmm. If there was one guy who manned a gas chamber and cranked the knob and gassed people every day mm-hmm. and he killed thousands of Jewish people that way, I would consider him a serial killer. Even if he's not individually killing each individual person, his action is leading to them dying. Now that is a more direct action than you getting psychic, instru- psychological control over somebody and telling them not to eat and work themselves. But he's doing that death. on the instructions of somebody else, though. But even so, but I'm saying he's still him individually is pulling the lever. Yeah, but he's doing. That's what I'm saying. But he has somebody else ahead of him that's telling him to do it. And if he doesn't do but, it, then so that's is that person a serial killer? Or are you just saying nobody is a serial killer in that case? You're like it's it's not the responsibility isn't on one person. That is that, that what you feel like example, a serial no. killer? No, no, no. I don't think I I don't think that he's considered a serial killer. That person that that cranked the whatever that example you just used. I okay. just don't think so. So because he's doing something that somebody's telling him to do, and if he doesn't, then he possibly could be fucking in that gas chamber. That's true. That's a good point. Okay, so then what do you think that Miriam Solakuyotis should be categorized as? I think it should a just scammer? be another. Uh, yeah, but I just think it should be another category as. Other than serial killers. Like a cult. I mean, she's a cult, like a cult yeah, leader, basically. Yeah, I just, but I feel like serial killers are just somebody that, that's out there, got their boots on the ground. Okay. Um, uh, Jim Jones. Okay. Is Jim Jones a serial killer? Because he's a cult leader, and a bunch of people died because he instructed them to do something. But that's the same thing as fucking Hitler, though. What do you mean? Jim Jones is the top guy. The yeah. same way these a lot of these people died because this Miriam was telling them to do something. Yeah, but they're listening to her. Jim Jones told a bunch of people to drink some Kool Aid. Yeah. or Flavor Aid, and they died. It's his instruction. Yeah, true. Now, he's not going around individually killing them. Yeah, but he is his 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 words and his his uh, orders is what led to them dying. Yeah, that's true. So I, again, I agree. Yeah. I, maybe they're maybe serial you know killer I mean, though, isn't like, the word. It's just yeah. like they're not. They're not know, like just... go, they're not like meticulously trying to kill individual yeah, people yeah, yeah. for, you know, whatever kind of, oh, I, uh, my mom used to beat me, so now I kill women or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I hate men. I kill men. I don't know. It's a complicated one. I agree with you. I don't, maybe serial killer is a bad, um, a bad term, but I don't know what another yeah. way to yeah, describe yeah, yeah, her it as yeah. is. Um, but yeah, that was the story of Miriam. Uh, that's nuts though. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, man, uh, we're not going to do good vibes because this is a little short turnaround thing. Uh, what I will say is our good vibes is uh, we had a fantastic time in Austin, Texas. I'm just going to yeah. speak into existence. We had a fantastic time in Austin, Texas. I can't wait to travel more. Hopefully, th- you know, things are opening up. Maybe 2022 we do some kind of maybe like some live event or something. Like let's, let's really put it on the calendar or put it on the vision board and see what we can manifest for the next 12 months of this podcast. I would love to see some listeners in person and maybe put together some kind of creative entertainment show, something like that. So let's put that on the vision board. And that's our good vibes for the end of this episode. It's yeah. just putting out good vibes for the future of this podcast and all endeavors going in to the summer of 2021 and going to the future of 2022 with vaccines out and stuff opening back up and just all positive energy going out there. Um, I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans, and we'll see you guys when we get back. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park